0: The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 to get a $100 free bet. At sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/wy n n W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. e
1: t. Hello, De Generino, and welcome. To the mma gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network episode 238 gonna go out to derek because um, like i said in the past episode if you compliment me i will i will dedicate an episode to you and i got nice words from i'll just say derek to not out him as a uh, filthy to Jen like the rest of us but he said nice things about our podcast so there you go this episode goes to derek and uh, fine it goes out to all of you that are listening Th- thanks for coming to the show episode 238 i'm one of your hosts jeff chalks fox how you doing um this is one of our no ufc no problem uh episodes even though the ufc is happening this week uh, mondays we usually reserve for regional events or or mickey mouse organizations like bellator um and <laughs> this time uh, gumby's picked up five prime fights from a couple fight cards happening later on this week it's a true degens don't just bet on ufc they bet on Better on everything so um let's bring in one uh a true degen uh, of the highest order the gumby god daniel vreeland to talk about these fight cards and actually recap how he did on the weekend with cage warriors hello
0: i i like that you call them mickey mouse organizations can we I just know. start there
1: anything to make you pop yeah
0: and it I, worked I, I i yeah i enjoyed that um do you do you want me to start with uh sure. you
1: always have nice you always have nice breakdowns of these events cage warriors 145 happened on the weekend i I actually watched some of it. Um, I saw the main event was a bloodbath. Um, oh, I, so you know,
0: good! It was. I, I it was maybe, out dude. Out it fight. might have been the best Cage Warriors performance I've ever seen.
1: Well, tell us about it. You, you oh. were. I was thinking you were on the wrong side of that one. Then I went to the spreadsheet and like, oh no, I oh, had the right guy oh, in this no, one. So no, no, good.
0: no, 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 no. I was. I was very right. <laughs> um. So first of all, let, let's give you the full overview. We gave you six picks for Cage Warriors. Two of them got canceled. In perfect fashion. <laughs> um, of course. Two of them got canceled. Uh, and then we went two and two on the other ones. Uh, started off real cold. Uh, Modestus Bukaskis survived a second round onslaught from Lee Chadwick. Won a very close decision. I think it was the right decision. But I will say laying plus 150 on Lee Chadwick um, and seeing such a close decision, I I think, was made me feel better. Um, so while it wasn't the fight, I, the result I wanted rather, uh, it, it did make me feel good. Um, then the second fight that I lost, which was next was, uh, Luke Shanks lost to Kyle Lauren and man,
1: Kyle Lochran, I believe is what it is.
0: Sure. You, yeah, you, you you've got the good pronunciations all the time. I so listened why... to
1: severe MMA this morning and that's, that's how that's, they that's oh, yeah. said it. Their, they're
0: Irish. They're Irish, so they definitely got it. Uh I he looked amazing, dude. Um I, I've been doubting him being like he's not fighting uh tough enough competition and shit like that. And like I'm I'm wrong. He's good. Um and if he's beaten Luke Shanks like that, like he he's really good. Cause you know, we talked about it on the last episode. A guy who beat Luke Shanks that gave me tons of confidence was Jake Hadley like the way Jake Hadley beat Luke Shanks will always be part of what I really thought was impressive about Jake Hadley and here we got a guy beating him maybe more impressively than Jake Hadley did so yeah uh, excited for that um so I went Owen 2 on those first two and then rebounded with a win of Medi Ben Likdar um negative 240 not all that cute um but then also uh Paul Hughes dude let's talk about Paul Hughes dude not only did he come out and avenge a loss against Jordan Vucinic but like dude he 50 43 to dude for his title that yes. is an insane win in in by chance did you watch this this event uh
1: yeah I I I, I didn't I wasn't totally concentrating on on uh the main event but I did see Lots of blood all over the cage and lots of domination by Hughes.
0: Not only lots of blood in the cage, lots of uh, domination, just like an amazing performance over a very tough opponent, by the way. Vucenic is is really high level, but immediately following the fight, before they even read the decision, the entire crowd in Manchester, which is where it took place, was chanting UFC for Paul Hughes. That spells UFC. UFC. yeah, that that does spell UFC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's ultimately. But like they people. were chanting already. They were already chanting for him to have it, and like dude, he deserved it. Like he, nope. he's there. That's
1: where I was headed. Is is he headed to the UFC, or yeah, is anyone yeah. else on this card headed to the UFC well, immediately?
0: Well, uh, Lockwood is is too for sure. Yeah, yeah. Both, both the Irish dudes, both yeah. the Irish guys are going.
1: Yep. Perfect. And I guess this is probably the best time with um. With no contender series nearby, this is probably the, the time to, to time to uh, shine on a cage warriors card. Um, it, I bet if this was like closer to uh, contender series times, they might be like, oh, you can find a contender series instead.
0: Yeah, I I it's good here. Yeah, and but but also like British and Irish guys don't usually wind up on contender series anyway. Um, like th- th- they're more likely to wind up on a an actual fight card anyway. So. Yeah. I, I think both of these two are on their way to being signed. It, it'd be crazy if they weren't. Yeah,
1: that's good. Good. k 2 seems to keep uh, pumping them out, though. So they might lose these, these guys, and they'll just have someone else waiting in the wings. So, yeah, they always put on good events. And they have another one this week, which we will be, who has this for a transition, we'll actually be giving you picks for it. Well, Gumby will be giving you picks. I'll be giving you info. So um, anything else in the card or you want to jump into this week?
0: No, let's just get right into this week.
1: Let's tell you about WinBet first, of course. Ready to win money and boost your odds. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds and payouts are happening right now at WinBet for boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds in every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer: bet $100 win $100. So much to choose from, and all you have to do is head to SportsGamblingPodcast.com/winbet. So, they know, we sent you that sportsgammypodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbed.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough in bed is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. As I call up the events, um, tell us what we're going to be talk about this week and why, Gumby?
0: Uh, so I I picked out two cards. I want to talk a little bit about Cage Warriors 146. They got a couple of title fights that are pretty exciting. Uh, and then on top of that, I picked out a couple of fights off of CFFC 114. Yep. Um, I'll, I'll be honest. I picked a couple of ones off of CFFC 114 because I found some value there that I liked. Um, uh, more than I even found exciting fights. So, yeah. uh, yeah, let's let's talk value.
1: Yeah, let's start with that one. Um, I guess it's happening on Thursday. So there you go. You can have some MMA degenerate action on Thursday. And value. This is uh, Jong's ears perked up, Dan, because uh, he's all about C-L- that. CLV, CLV. baby. <laughs> CLV Jong Lee in the Discord. All right. CFFC, 114, St. Louis versus Smith. Or is it St. Louis? Like Martin, St. Louis. It's St. Louis. No, <laughs> oh, that's not as fun. He's not French-Canadian. Cage Fury FC is the promotion we're talking about Thursday. This Thursday, the 10th. My son's birthday, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time. This is going down to the Seminole, Hard Rock Casino, Tampa, Florida. In a cage, sadly. 13 fights. We're not going to break down all 13. What do you think we're, Maniacs? Um, we're going to break down three. How about All right. All um, right. That's the main advance. We won't do that one first. What else do we got? Actually, that is not. We have two title fights on this card, do we? Interesting. We do. Yes. All right. We're going to start with Pulley and hail, because that's not for a title. It's on the main card. Third from the top. 170 pounds Hugh Pulley versus Robert Hale welterweights three rounds five minutes all that jazz I'm going to tell you about Pulley first the Wolverine eight and five with one no contest he's got six knockouts in his resume he's been knocked out himself once 0 and two in cage Fury CFFC he's got oh one and one over his last two fights he's not won a fight since July of 2019 He's one zero on Bellator. Used to fight down at lightweight, two inches taller, one inch of reach on Hale, plus one forty. The Blue King. Why is he the Blue King, Dan? No Hale. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you,
1: you gotta find out why Robert Hale is the Blue King. He he has dyed hair, but is not blue. I see in this picture, which is makes it even more strange. Regardless, he's the Blue King. Twelve and six, three knockouts, but knocked out twice, submitted once. This is his CFFC debut. Four and he's gone four and one over his last five, including winning his last fight. Used to fight down at lightweight as well. He's got multiple regional championships on his mantle. Obviously he's the blue king. He has a mantle for sure. Four years younger than pulley, minus one seventy. Is there value in this one?
0: Yeah, I I actually like the uh the dog money here in pulley. Wolverine. Um, Yeah. Uh plus one forty on pulley. Or what what did you quote there? Yes, right. Plus plus one forty on pulley. Um I, I think he's probably coming in here at dog money, first of all. Um Because he like pseudo retired after having a draw back in 2019. He didn't fight for three years. He came back and fought in uh, actually on the undercard of a fight uh, that Blake Smith will be who we'll be talking about later was on. And he fought a guy named Eric Allequin who maybe nobody knows the name Eric Allequin, but he is a damn good grappler. He's six and zero, or was six and zero, going into that fight. He's now seven and zero because he he beat Hugh Pulley, and and I think a lot of people like were just like, ah, Pulley's must be washed or something like that. But Pulley has an amazing career when you go back and look at it. Before that draw that I mentioned that he kind of like pseudo retired at, he he was three and two over a five fight stretch. And listen to the names: win over Grant Dawson lost to Dracar Closa, win over Jason Witt, lost to Jonathan Webb, win over to Jackson. He literally fought five UFC fighters in a row, and he went three and two, including finishing Grant Dawson in 35 seconds, which is incredible. And, and the cool thing about Hugh Pulley is that, like, he's got a whole bunch of, like, quick hand strikes, like he, he's not quick all the time, but he's like quick with like certain combinations, and I think that plays really well against a guy like Hale who has a little bit of a slower hands. He's got some decent wrestling, but like not such great striking defense. And I think Pulley being so tough, showing that he had good submission defense against the guy that he fought last time, the uh, the one I just mentioned, Alequin. He he showed that he had great submission defense. I I think that as long as he defends the takedown here against Hale, I, I think the speed of his hands and the fact that he's got good power i, I think plays really well against Hale. so i'd like the dog money straight out the gate here
1: there you go right out the gate gumby is getting you that value that might be all right we're going to go to the cage fury fc vacant flyweight championship who was the champion Dana? why did he vacate this title
0: the vacant flyweight championship hang on one second. i always like to
1: i always like to uh quiz you on these
0: I don't know the answer to that. I, no, I do know the answer when we're going to talk about a interim title later. Okay. Uh, I, I do know the answer to that one. Um, Oh, no, actually, I do know this one. Isn't this Fumi Nakuda uh, relinquished his championship? You. You. <laughs> uh, Fumi Nakuda, uh, I'm pretty sure, relinquished his championship. He's a guy who I had constantly talked about. He needs to be on contender series. He needs to be signed by the UFC. He actually quit MMA after defending the CFFC championship a couple of times. Oh, interesting. To, um, to do, uh, professional wrestling. If I'm not uh, mistaken. Huh, nice. Um, which is a bummer. Cause he was, uh, really, really damn good. And I don't think he's, uh, coming back to MMA. So I'm yeah. pretty sure it's Fumi Nakuda's title.
1: All right. Why is, is it really only four or five minute rounds?
0: Like tap all. Yeah. Stuff? I, so, we, we, so I, I think we talked, us? I think we talked about this last time with yeah, the heavyweight with title. Um, I think Cage Furry just does this. Huh, interesting.
1: All right, so we got four or five minute rounds for the vacant flyweight championship, Diego Paiva versus Makoto Takahashi. I will tell you about Paiva first. Tenso is the nickname. We don't know what that means, right? I don't. Yeah, no. I forgot to look it up, so I don't either. He's nine and four. One <laughs> one knockout, seven submissions. He's been submitted three times. This is his debut, and he's going right for the belt right away. He's won five straight fights not lost since april of 2015 he's won four straight fights via submission he's he's been fighting professional mma since 2012 three inches taller than takahashi plus 300 takahashi shinryu which is a spiritual dragon in japanese he's 14-1-1 with two submissions never been finished in a fight he's won eight straight fights he's not lost since april of 2018 he was 1-0 in bellator was a regional champion not multiple though sorry um used to fight (laughs) at bantamweight Seven years younger than his opponent this week, Paiba, and is this his debut? This is also his CFFC debut. CFFC
0: debut. Yeah, yeah
1: it, so they're both it, debuting for the belt.
0: It seems so much like uh like Makoto Takahashi here is coming to America to show that like he should be in the UFC. Um, Did I say he's minus
1: four hundred? He's minus four hundred. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, but he's minus four hundred for a damn good reason. Um this is a guy who's fought for rising bellator deep like he's the deep champion um he's fought for Pancrase. you know like he he is and he's incredible and he's incredible in a bunch of different ways like he's got very sharp low kicks his entrance to takedowns is very quick like he he's got a great shot um but it's not just like a shot for a double it's a shot and he knows how to hit a double. He knows how to hit a single. He knows how to transition between a single and double and chain them together. Um, yeah, like the, there's so many things to like about Takahashi here. There's an obvious reason he's negative 400. Nobody's tempted to play a negative 400 favorite at any point in time, but throw him in a parlay here, he's gonna spruce up your odds. I, I think he's going to crush Paiva. Um, and, and clearly he's coming to America to be like, hey, UFC. You you need one more interesting Japanese star. Yeah. Um, here here it is. It, it's Makado Takahashi.
1: All right. So Jong needs a fourth uh, favorite Japanese fighter.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and he mentioned like the UFC seems to be snatching up some some yeah. Japanese fighters who, in in not that there hasn't been talent in the UFC from Japan in the past, but this might be. The, like, most fun young crop of Japanese fighters in a long-ass time.
1: UFC seemed to always get them after they were past the prime back in the day. Yeah, y-
0: but, I mean, I, you're, you're talking about Takanori Gomi, right? <laughs> well, yeah.
1: Him, for instance, or Kid Yamamoto, or, yeah. Oh, there's, Kid, there's Yamamo-
0: Kid Yamamoto was kind of depressing, right? Yep. Was Hattu Hayoki uh, in that camp tour, or was he Korean? <sighs> had to Aoki?
1: He kind of, yes. Kind I of.
0: think he was Japanese, I, okay. and he was another one who were like, oh, he might be the future, and then he got like beat by like somebody like Ricardo Lamas or Darren <laughs> Elkins or something like yep.
1: that. Let's go to the main event, shall we? <laughs> no, no Japanese fighters here, uh, unfortunately. It's it's for the lightweight championship. Blake Smith, Ken Lee, St. Louis, lightweight championship. As I said, four five minute rounds. We'll start with the challenger, St. Louis, six and four for three knockouts, three submissions. So he's finished all of his opponents. He's been knocked out himself twice. Two and zero in CFFC. He's won three straight fights. Used to fight at uh, up at weight Was also a pro boxer. Plus three hundred. The champ, Smith, seven to two, two knockouts, three submissions. He's been submitted one time. It's one time he's been finished. Two and zero CFFC. He is the lightweight champion. He's already has one title defense under his belt. He's won four straight fights. He used to fight up at watch weight as well. Minus 400. Another minus 400 one.
0: I'm taking the dog here. Oh, yeah, really? Going... I didn't see that coming. Huge dog here in Kenley St. Louis. And here's the reason. Um, Blake Smith, clearly a dude from like a Taekwondo background. Likes the like jumping kick action. Really overextends himself sometimes with strikes. Um, And he's got some decent wrestling. I will give him that. Uh, But... Defensively, not as great of a wrestler. uh And Kenley St. Louis can wrestle a little bit himself, too. And in addition to that, I actually think he's better technically and he's smarter technically. He doesn't overextend himself and he's got great finishing instinct. He can knock you out from very short range. He's got really great guillotines and rear naked chokes and stuff like that. So I think Kenley St. Louis here is probably. A really bad matchup for somebody like Blake Smith, especially um, because Blake Smith, like I said, he overextends himself a little bit too much. St. Louis is the kind of guy who counters you. So, yeah, give me the plus three hundred dog here uh, in a title fight on CFSC. Give me St. Louis.
1: There you go. So we got he's got St. Louis. He's got Takahashi. He's got a pulley. So two out of three are dogs. So. Take that for what it's worth. Um, all right. We're going to give you some a couple of Cage Warriors picks, and then we'll be out of your ears. But first, I want to tell you about the SGPN Merch Store. Get your holiday shopping done early at the SGPN Merch Store. SGPN Gear is the perfect stocking stuffer for the, the gen in your life. Obviously, you want to check out our amazing MMA Gambling Podcast, Swag, and the Gumby God Tuesday Night Miracles one. So check all that stuff out. Plus, from now until Thanksgiving, you can get 10% off when you use promo code DALLAS. S U C K S. Dallas sucks. Gumby came up with that for us. That's store.sportsgambypodcast.com. Promo code D A L L A S S U C K S. Dallas sucks. So, thanks for coming up with the good, um good code there, Gumby. It's very nice of you.
0: Yeah, I didn't come up with that. They must be talking about the stars, right?
1: They obviously talk about the Dallas Stars. All right. Um, Cage Warriors 146. We just got done with Cage Warriors 145. Now we got 146. That's how that's how math works. It goes up by one. This one's happening this Saturday, 4 p.m. Eastern. It's going down where? In the Beck Arena in Manchester, England. 13 fights in a octagon. They don't fight in a cage, in an octagon. And it's on UFC Fight Pass. I think I forgot to mention CFFC's Fight Pass too, right?
0: Uh, yes. Yeah, usually.
1: usually yeah, okay. All right, we got two title fights on this card that we are going to break down for you. First one is for the interim welterweight championship. Now, this is the one that you want to sh- want to flex your your smarts and tell us why it's in. Yeah, Reese
0: right? Ree- McKee is the current champion. And I believe yep. he's hurt. So you remember Reese McKee from UFC uh, fame? Of course. Uh yep. And I believe he is the current champion and hurt and not able to defend his belt.
1: All right. So instead, we get Jim Wallhead versus Matthias Figlack. Judo, Jim Wallhead, 32 and 11, 12 knockouts, 10 submissions. He's been knocked out twice, submitted four times. 12 and 6 in Cage Warriors. Won three straight fights, last one via TKO. He has not lost a fight in over five years. June of 2017, the, this man just keeps on ticking. Uh, he was 0 to 2 in UFC, 3 and 2 in Bellator. Multiple regional championships on his... mantle. Yes. Used to fight at middleweight, used to fight at light heavyweight. 2005, he's been a pro MMA fighter since... For all this, he was a judo champion multiple times over. Plus 200. Despite that resume, he's at plus 200. Figlak, seven and one, three knockouts, two submissions. He's been submitted one time. Four and one cage warriors. He's not lost since November 2019. Someone's streak is getting snapped. Was a regional champion. Two inches taller than Wallhead. Minus minus
0: I'm going dog again. Whoa! You, um, I, I, you like judo, Jim, don't you? Not only do I like judo, gym, I think he proved that he still got it when he fought Daniel Skabinski. Not only did we see him with crazy knockout power, which we've always deep down known he's had, right? Like he's had that through his Bellator runs, his UFC runs, even even when he wasn't winning in the UFC and, and in his previous Cage Warriors run, like he's just shown that he has great KO power, but he also showed he still has that takedown defense. Cause Kabinski is a guy who likes to take people down and he likes to use his grinding game. And like big is similar to that. He's a guy who wants to take you down all the time. And, and he's fighting a guy who's a good judo background who can hit maybe harder than he can. And in addition to that big I don't know if you've ever seen him, him and his brother, both fun wrestlers, but both kind of box with their hands too far away from their head and get hit too often. And I think that's bad news against somebody like judo, Jim Wallhead who can just hit you so freaking hard. And I, I mean, like I think he's lost a step. I don't think he's as good as he was when he was young, but like when he went to go fight Skibinski, I was like, pick Skibinski, like who, who could still trust judo, Jim Wallhead this many years off. And at this point, like he's proven he's still got it. He's still as good as he once was, at least for a s a a short moment in time. So I'll take Jim Walhead here over Matthews Figlack.
1: Who he is on the dog roll here. Let's see if it continues in our main event. For the middleweight championship, Christian Leroy Duncan versus Marion Dimitrov. I will tell you about the challenger, Dimitrov. 10 and 2, seven knockouts. He's been submitted two times, so that is the way he loses. This is his debut in Cage Warriors. He's won 10 straight fights. He's not fought, however, since October of 2019. He's not lost since May of 2014. 2012 was his pro MMA debut. He used to fight at heavyweight, plus 365. And then the champion, Duncan, 6-0, four knockouts, one submission. He's 6-0 and in Cage Warriors. All of his fights have been Cage Warriors. He is the champion, as mentioned. Three inches taller than in Dimitrov, minus 465.
0: So first of all, I, I will tell you that I had written up lines on pretty much all of these fights because I didn't think we were going to happen at times of recording. So as I was doing yep. my prep work, I wrote all the lines out in Hugh Pulley, who we talked about before. I was off by like 60, you know, like plus 60. I had him at plus 200 instead of plus 140. uh, uh, Takahashi, I had it negative 300 instead of negative 400. I was within 100. St. Louis, I had it plus 350 instead of plus 300. Judo Jim, I had it plus 150 instead of plus 200. So I was like close on all of them. I thought Chris Leroy Duncan would be at negative 150. And here he he's is not. at, yeah, he is at negative 465. And get me, don't get me wrong. I'm picking Chris Leroy Duncan in this fight because he's a strong striker. He's creative. He's got good knockout power. And, and Dimitrov has looked really bad against really bad opponents. Like, it, it, like if you go back and look at this dude's regional scene record, it, it's terrible. Like, he's fought, like, Three and eleven, zero and zero, like sixteen and twelve kind of guys and, and not even consistently, like he hasn't even fought in the last three years, uh, and it, that those three years is coming off of win over a guy who's barely fought. so like you have to not love Dimitrov for a number of reasons and if you go back and watch any of those fights, dude, he hasn't even looked particularly good in those, the last fight I watched of him, he got taken down with like. A headlock you'd put your little brother in when you don't know any martial arts. Um, And it took him down, and eventually he got back up and won the fight anyway. But, like, that's scary against a guy like Chris Lloyd Duncan, who has, you know, like a jumping knee and he can knock you out with a whole bunch of different things. And he's got decent wrestling in his own right. And, like, so I, I like Duncan in this. I will tell you ahead of time, while I really like Duncan in this fight, I don't like him at negative 465. That is a massive line. And it's not because I think Dimitrov is good. I think Dimitrov is trash. But at the same time, I, that's such a steep line. I'm just like a little bit hesitant to pull the trigger on it. So official pick, get me Chris Leroy Duncan. Uh, but like official recommendation, like maybe stay away from lines that are pushing negative 500.
1: Yeah, probably the best. Uh, So Duncan and Wallhead are the picks. Gumby gave you plenty of dogs for you. So this Saturday's event. We give you picks for Thursday. And then later on this week, we will give you picks for the UFC pay-per-view on Saturday. So that's Wednesday will be the UFC uh, 281 prelim episode. That would be the, the one where we'll be cramming lots of fights. So there's like seven or, or eight uh, fights on the prelims at the very least. And then the main card, uh, props, parlays, all that fun stuff recommended plays will be Thursday's episode. Make sure you get in the Discord if you're not already. It's lots of fun. sportsgamblingpodcastcom slash Discord. It's not also lots of fun. It's also very profitable um what else should you do follow us on twitter sgp and mma gumby runs that i am at jeff fox writer he's at gumby vreeland he also hosts the top turtle mma podcast which will be dropping later on this week do you want to do you know who's on it now or should we wait till later on to talk about it
0: uh i do in fact know who's on it this week uh, i'm talking with julio arce the queens native who's fighting at ufc 281 and matt for
1: steamroller for Vola. all right so there you go. Um, so listen to that. Read all our stuff at sportsgamingpodcast.com. Read my stuff and enter my free pick'em contest for UFC 21 at moneymma.substack.com. I think that's all I have to tell people. Um, I'm going to let you do the honor, so let unless you have more to
0: say. Uh, I'm David Coby Freeland. He's Jeff Leroy Fox, and we will see you on Wednesday.